And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Z Rich Let's Talk. Man, what a fun week it was in tri-state sports. Uh, you know, had a chance to go back home to Louisiana, Missouri, and Bowling Green, Missouri, to uh, one one town in Louisiana who I you know played for, and Bowling Green, who I you know have many friends, and I actually used to play pee wee football there, and, and played against them in high school football. Uh, but I got a chance to go back and see some familiar faces and, and watch a little football. And, and was that football good? Uh, you know, if that first stop I made was at Bowling Green. And, I mean, obviously we, we all, we've all seen it so far this season. The Bobcats are legit. Um, Coach Joe, uh, Joe Chen has that team. Uh, he has that team looking good. Um, you know, all, obviously offensively. Uh, guys like Charlie Bowen, Marcus Starks, Dylan Dalton, uh, you know, those guys really uh, boost that offense. Uh, you know, and, and Dylan Dalton especially uh, Friday night really, really showed that you know he he is a great quarterback. He's he's the kind of guy you want, and I, I really don't think that that Bowling offense succeeds like it does without Dylan Dalton back there. Yeah, they had Charlie Bones a great running back. Marcus Starks a great running back. But, you know, Charlie, or, uh, excuse me, um, Dylan Dalton back there running the show, making the right reads. Um, you know, he's in full control and he looks good. He looks really good doing it. Uh, they scored, scored the first two touchdowns for Bowling Green uh, Friday night and gave him a really lead, you know, and, and North Cali really stood no chance um, from the get-go, just the way that offense the Bowling Green offense moved down the field, you know, and um, first Bowling Green defensive possession, Charlie Bowen just take he just rips it right out of the right out of the running back's hand and and uh, returns it for a touchdown. So, you know, that kind of set the tone. They uh, they kind of set the tone early in the game and and really just you know took control of it and and, and took over. So you know, big win for Bowling Green. Uh, Joe Chen, you know, we know about the offense, but that defense kind of. Uh, coming as a, coming from a Clarence Cannon guy, Joe Chin has that defense looking like a Clarence Cannon defense. You know they are flying to the ball, hitting, ready to hit. You know it's uh, they're not giving up, not giving up many yards, and you know it's one of the better Bowling Green defenses I've seen in years, and it's it's um, really fun to watch those guys play. I, I enjoy, uh, you know, I, I always enjoy going back. You know, to my home area, Pike County, Missouri, uh, to see you know some of my area schools play. But uh, it's really fun to go back and watch a team like Bowling Green, who's having so much success. Um, go back there and watch them play, cover them. Uh, it's just been a blast. And then you know, it's right down the road uh, in my hometown of Louisiana. Uh, big one for the Bulldogs, you know, big, really big one for the Bulldogs over uh, MMA and. Uh, 65 to zero. Uh, hey, they're on a win streak, three in a row. Um, you know, I can't remember the last time that Louisiana's won three games in a row, and I just really happy, really happy for those guys. Uh, you know, for the, for the kids on that team. Um, you know, but really happy for Greg Pitcher. You know, and, and Greg is Greg's a guy like I've said it multiple times. He, he's a guy who has you know grown up playing for the program. Um, you know, he's he's been through the struggles. He, he knows he knows what Louisiana football used to be like and and what it became. And you know, I I, I really think he's bringing that culture back to Louisiana. Um, you know, and that culture is you know 
playing football the right way, being disciplined, you know, just doing all the little things right. Um, and we can see, you know, over these last three weeks, uh, you can see the team having fun, you know, and obviously it makes it a lot easier to have fun when you're winning football games and, and um, you know, just really happy for those guys. Now they, they will have a tough matchup this upcoming week uh, with that really good bouldering Bobcat team. Um, that's that's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be a tough one for uh, Coach Pitcher and the guys uh, and company. And and you know, but you know, they're going to prepare. Uh, they're going to prepare. Got to tackle because you know, um, I think it's no secret you're going to get a heavy dose of that Bobcat run. Um, you know, so it's going to be very important to, to figure out how to slow that run, uh, slow that run game down. You know, and try to force Bowling Green to sling it around a little bit, throw the ball around, and you know, hopefully, you know, you can you can you know, force a few turnovers um, and take advantage of it. That's going to be big is to, to get turnovers and take advantage of it. Um, so, yeah, so can't wait for that next week. Uh, this upcoming week, um, the Commissioner's Cup used to be the Mayor's Cup. When I played, it was the Mayor's Cup. And uh, with Clopton Ellsbury no longer pl- uh, no longer having a team and, and Ellsbury going with Winfield now, it's, uh, Louisiana's taking over that Commissioner's Cup game since they're in the EMO now. And we'll see Bowling Green every year. Glad to have that rivalry back. So uh, it'd be it'll be great for Louisiana to you know, um, you know be able to get back uh, get back to some success and and um, you know give us a good one. But uh, on to some college football. GLVC. I'm a big GLVC guy. Um, former Truman Bulldog. So obviously I, I love GLVC football. <clears throat> I'll start off in uh, the game I was actually at um, Saturday. Uh, Quincy University homecoming uh, against Missouri S&T. And, man, what a game. What a game that was for the Hawks. Uh, you know, from the get-go, from the get-go, you know, return the opening kickoff 50 or fifty yards over the 50 in the um, Missouri S&T territory. You know, and it just took them three plays to find the end zone. Uh, Tion Harris found Eugene Witherspoon. Um on a pass in the end zone and triple coverage. And, you know, as I was filming it in person, uh, you know, obviously I was like, obviously thinking, yeah, great catch, you know, for the score. Uh, but it really wasn't until I got back and I looked at the video again. This guy was in triple coverage. and He went up and grabbed this ball in triple coverage, uh, had a guy on his back and got took some contact and made the catch. So, you know, incredible catch from him. Um Three plays into the three plays into the opening drive, and you know you're coming out swinging, and that's been the big thing I've I've talked about with the Hawks all season long is this offense is not the same offense we've seen in the past. Um, you know they they are putting some points up on the board. Their offense is explosive. Um, you know, and you know the big play there. You know, kind of looked like it set the tone. Uh, S&T would come back and score and tie the ball game up and eventually, you know, go on a bit of a run and, and take the lead. Um, and Quincy, you know, needing response. Uh, well, actually, take it back. I'm sorry. Once once S&T tied, uh, tied the game up at seven, you know, you know, Quincy's looking to come back and score and, you know, keep that lead, keep that touchdown lead. Uh Forced to kick a field goal, uh, 10-7, and then, you know, S&T comes up and scores a few to take the lead. Uh, and you saw the Hawks often struggle a little bit with a few quarterback sacks and, 
know, just really not able to get anything going on the offensive side. But their defense stepped up, um, you know, had a big pick six. Uh, Tremaine Lee, uh, great running back for the Hawks. He, he broke a long one uh, for the score. And, you know, that pick six, though, the pick six really gave the Hawks the lead back at 31-28, I believe. Um, and Missouri, has, the, the Miners had an opportunity with 20 seconds to go in the game uh, for a 40-yard field goal to tie it up. And, you know, that they the defense – uh, credit to the defense for getting the stop and not giving up any more field position to, to you know move that field goal a little closer. But um, they did their job. Uh, SMT kicked the field goal and, and couldn't get it. You know the Hawks won a homecoming, and you know obviously, obviously, big win. You want to be one and zero every week, uh, and you know you want to start off with it being the opening week of conference play. You want to start off in the win column in the conference to to have a chance at a conference championship. But also to win on homecoming, uh, you know, all your friends and family are back in town. Uh, all the old alumni are there, all the football guys. So, um, you know, you want to give everybody uh, something to celebrate about or something to celebrate. And, you know, to win on homecoming is big uh, just to see, you know, the guys celebrating on the field, um, you know, the old alumni celebrating the win. Um, you know, no matter how far back you played, uh, if you're a Hawk, you're, you're family, you're part of the family and um so yeah great win for coach gary bass and the hawks they will have a tough one next week at, or against lindenwood uh, i believe i can't remember if that game i believe that game is at lindenwood um it'll be a tough one uh lindenwood's a tough team yes at lindenwood it's, it'll be a tough one uh it's, it's always tough to play at that stadium in st charles and you know Lindenwood obviously, uh, or Lindenwood coming off a big win against my guys, the Truman State Bulldogs. Um, you know, this in a game that really meant a lot to you know anybody a part of Truman football. Uh, you know, back in 2019, you know, it was uh, you know I believe a 20, 21 or 24 to seven game, and um, you know, and they go in the second half. In the second half, you know, it kind of seems like we're smooth sailing and. Um, you know, uh, Lindenwood comes back and uh, scores scores a couple big touchdowns in the fourth quarter with, uh, you know, under a minute to go in the game or with uh, under two minutes to go in the game and come back and win. So, you know, kind of some – kind of some uh, – want some revenge here and get that win. Um, and it, that being their first year in the conference to come out and win. So, yeah, we want to – it's time for the Bulldogs to prove something. And, uh, you know, they, they came out of the gates and, and played very well and, and took an early 14-0 to zero lead. Um, which is huge. It's it's huge to come out like that, fourteen to zero lead. You know to to get that start and and great play from Nolan Hare at the quarterback position. Uh, you know Blair Oaks, uh, a former Blair Oaks quarterback. Um, you know and he played well. Dante Ruffin, a guy, um, a guy who you know in nineteen, you know. He had had a lot of reception. Didn't have the didn't have the amount of the, the scores he wanted, maybe. But you know, great hands. Uh, you know, great guy, great go-to guy. Uh, if you need if you need yards, you need a first down. Um, he came up big, made made great catches, and, and you know the, the bulldog energy was really there at the start of the game. Uh, but the second quarter comes around, and and, and it just uh, everything kind of hit the fan. Um, you know, Lindenwood would score seventeen unanswered. Uh, they scored 17 unanswered in the second quarter. Uh, come out and score 
a touchdown in the third. It wouldn't be until the fourth quarter where Truman would get back on the board um, and, you know, and, and fall 31 to 21. Uh, the Bulldogs fall 31 to 21. A uh, big thing and a big deal in this game was just uh, the Truman turnovers. You know, Coach Nesbitt always talks, uh, you know, he always talks, you know, you have to win the turnover battle. There's a few stats you need to win. You need to win the kicking game battle. Um, you need to win the rush, the rushing stat, and you need to win the turnover battle. And for the Bulldogs yesterday, um, you know, just really did not, did not win that turnover battle. You know, um, you know, threw a few picks, uh, a few tough picks, a few that were that were, you know, tipped or whatever, but. You know, regardless, a turnover is a turnover, and, and it hurts. It hurts to have those kind of those kinds of turnovers, and um, it hurt. It hurt the Bulldogs. You know, uh, you need those possessions. Those possessions are big time, obviously, in a game against a really good, uh, a really good Lindenwood team with uh, Kate Brister there at the quarterback position. He's a solid kid, um, very solid kid, big kid quarterback. Uh, he's a tough, tough guy. You know, it's kind of guy you want running your show back there. He's able to, you know, able to to make the big plays when needed. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's a tough, tough loss for the Bulldogs. And you know, at this point now, now if you're if you're Coach Nesbitt and and the Dogs, you're you're thinking, you know, if we want a chance, if we want a chance at a conference championship, you know, we've got to win out. And you know, it's not going to get e- it's not going to be easy for them to do that. You know, and uh, next week they're going to have. Uh, a, a good, uh, a tough Missouri S&T school uh, or a tough Missouri S&T team, um, you know, then, you know, then you're going to have, you're going to have the Quincy Hawks coming, uh, coming to town and don't sleep on them. You know, like I said, I, I think this, this Hawks team is different than what it's been in the past. And um, if you underestimate them, they'll come out and they'll beat you. And, you know, they're, they're coming off a big win. They're going to be coming off a big win. Um, Against S&T, that comes down to a last, uh, not last second. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, it comes down to a last second field goal, and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be important for the Bulldogs to come out, you know, and, and bounce back from this loss this past week uh, against Lindenwood. Um, you know, but then you still got you still got Quincy, um, still got Quincy's gonna be coming to town. Uh, UND, who's you know always always a great football team, won the spring conference title last year or this past spring so uh, they're gonna have to come ready to play um, from here on out it's it's you know it's uh, do or die and we'll really see the strength of this bulldog team uh next week and see how they respond coming out um yeah so and you know tough loss to, for culver stockton a benedictine uh you know really good football team there but a tough loss for them this week. Um, yeah, so now, you know, on, the, on to the, you know, obviously yesterday, we talk a little pro football now. Uh, the big talk for Sunday football was Tom Brady returning to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. And uh, I don't know who could ask for a better game, you know, uh, and a better, with, with a better story. <clears throat> Tom Brady coming back um, and, and seeing, playing, uh, Playing Bill Belichick for the first time since you know he left, and and honestly, 
a lot of people were talking and looking at the numbers and looking just looking at the game, uh, the film again. Uh, it really looks like Mac Jones. Mac Jones, in a way, outplayed Tom Brady. Uh, if you look at the stat sheet, but look at what Tom Brady does. You know, just he, his, with his smarts. Um, you know, he they get the stop, they, they or they get the penalty. I'm sorry, get get the penalty uh, in the fourth quarter and, and get across the fifty and. and with about four or five minutes left in the game, and you just see his smarts to run that clock down and then score, get on the board, and, and you know, they get on the board, take the lead back, and then he just leads them to their defense, and and um, they were able to hold off. And, you know, obviously, you know, we, we all know that neither Belichick or Brady wanted to lose to one or the other. Um, but it was interesting talk to see, you know, before the game, just everybody saying, uh, talking about, you know, what's it going to be like between Belichick and Brady pregame? You know, are there going to be long conversations? There's going to be a quick handshake, whatever. And, um, you know, obviously the, the, the two have immense respect for each other, you know, and how could you not play for play for somebody for so long or having, having this guy as your quarterback for so long? And, um, you know, it's really cool to see those two uh Reunited and coming back and playing, uh, coming back in Foxborough, and, and just the way the, the the way the Patriot organization treated you know Brady and the family, uh, everybody you know obviously loved to see him back. Uh, still a fan favorite in New England. Um, yeah, great great game, great Sunday night game, and uh, you know really excited for and he uh, what I believe as a Raiders fan is an even better Monday night game with the Raiders and Chargers, uh, two teams who have been red hot. Uh, Justin Herbert's been playing very well. Derek Carr has been playing, playing extremely well, so uh, should have a good one tonight. I uh, really, really can't wait to see that one and see how that plays out. And hopefully, uh, hopefully the Raiders can, uh, you know, get another win on get a win on a big primetime Monday night game. Um, but yeah, so uh, just before just wrapping up here, uh, it's it's been a very fun week for me. Um, you know, obviously, I'm really excited to go back uh, to watch Bowling Green, Louisiana football on Friday and. Uh, turn around Saturday and go back to our uh, the annual Color Fest in Louisiana, and you know get to see some family, some friends that I haven't seen in a long time. You know, uh, you know I go at the football game Friday. You know, saw some old coaches. Uh, you know, and talked to them for a while. Um, and it just awesome to do that. And Saturday, uh, Saturday at the Color Fest, you know, get to see get to see mom and dad, which is always great to see them. Um, and see some old teachers and, and just old classmates who are celebrating our five-year class reunion. And, you know, it's crazy to think, you know, I've been out of high school for five years and I've, I've got to start planning these class reunions. So, uh, but it was fun to have the first one and or, uh, fun that I got to organize the first one. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go, um, didn't get to attend it uh, due to work, but, you know, got to see some of them a little bit and talk to them and everything. So just a, just a fun weekend in general. Um, hey, I get thank. I want to thank everybody for watching. I was like, sorry for missing last week. I had a buddy of mine come to town. We went and played a little golf at Westview. And just for the record, uh, it is Westview one, Zach zero. The, the course kicked my butt last week. Uh, had a good time out there, but it was just a rough day on the course. Uh, rough day on the course, and uh, you know, but it's uh, we'll get back out there and, and try it out again in a couple uh, here in a couple weeks. Whatever uh, next chance I have, but. Um, yeah, so uh, yes, stay tuned. We're gonna be back. I'll be back, um, you know, next week with another podcast and you know reviewing the week, uh, reviewing this week, which is a lot of good, it's, some more good football games coming up. Um, 
both in the high school and college level and in all three states. And, um, and two, uh, we'll preview the upcoming week, and which I'm really excited about. Uh, you know, we're getting ready to come up, uh, you know, we're getting ready to come up on the Truman and Quincy week, and I'm uh, really excited that to get on with uh, Muddy River podcast with Matt Shuckman and talk a little football with him. Uh, always great to, to see him and talk with him and, you know, to, to hear – to hear Chris and, and Chuck talk football on the Durism podcast, it's golden right there. I can listen to those two talk football or any sport for that matter all day long. So uh, got a lot of good stuff. Uh, got a little, got a little, excuse me, had a lot of good stuff coming up next week in the Tri-States. Um, you know, can't wait to be on the road traveling around covering sports uh, or covering, you know, covering the action for you and, and then get on here and give my point of view. I know Chris does his Doers' podcast, and um, I just like talking all sports. You know, we like to keep it local. He, he's so great at, you know, knowing all the local talents. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a hang of it now and starting to learn who's getting ready or starting to figure out who is who and, and, and everything. But, um, you know, I just kind of right now just trying to keep it a little, um, you know, just talk, it, talk all sports, you know, and, and you know, and, and see what I saw during the week and just have a little fun with it, you know, just give me something to do on my days off, a little fun. I love, love doing the podcast and, um, yeah. So again, thanks everybody for listening and, uh, I will see you guys all right back here next week.